0: And they're growing up in the wrong concepts. You know, it's fascinating to me that parents today will say, man, you got to take this antibacterial stuff, put it on your hands so you don't get germs on it. And make sure, junior, you take your vitamins and then you set them before a sewer pipe. Okay, As parents, should we discern what's good for our children to watch or not watch? Should we be aware of what's going on? Can I just say, ask God to help you, so important, so important. In uh, Colossians chapter three, verse sixteen, I, it's not one of my verses up here. In fact, uh, I'm still going over my introduction. Someday we'll get to the meat of this message. Galatians or Colossians chapter three, verse sixteen: Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart unto the Lord. I uh, I have been impressed by trying to evaluate garbage that's out there. And I, if I want to admit to you, this preacher has taken in garbage into his life. And so have you. And we've got to discern. We've got to identify. You know, we've talked about these things and, and everything and, and how uh, uh, people say, man, it's so difficult to come to church, but yet they'll set 27 hours is the average in front of a television set. Can you imagine? Man, coming to church for one hour, two hours, three hours? Four hours and you say, well, it takes time to get ready for church too. And then you have to drive there. And yet we'll go to a duck football game and sit out in the rain. And, and scream. And wouldn't it be great if people came in, amen! <laughs> Hallelujah! And you could say amen twice. Amen and amen. Barely, very Remember that? Some people say, you know, sometimes it's hard to go out at night. Sometimes we just make excuses. Someone says, if you're good at making excuses, you'll not be good at anything else. We went to the Marine Band. How many went to the Marine Band? Was it uh, down at the uh, shed this past year? How many went to that wonderful presentation, wasn't it? But you know what I saw, Gary, there? I saw a whole bunch of seniors out there. I didn't see any real young people. There was just a whole bunch of seniors. And you know what I saw these seniors doing? They were standing in the rain so they could get a good seat and a two-hour presentation. Sometimes we need to evaluate our priorities. They said, well, I didn't go there, so... I'm just telling you, We need to evaluate what's going on. What's praising in our lives? What's going on that's good? And by the way, praising is like oxygen to the brain. Can I say that? Praising is like oxygen to the brain. And we talked about this on Wednesday night. And just let me conclude with this as I can. Just real quickly. Real quickly, all right? Real, real quickly. If I say it one more time, it won't be that quick, will it? Uh, uh, Can I say, we talked about this on Wednesday night, and it was a marvelous truth and that we can beat ourselves up because of the what ifs and this didn't happen the way I thought it should happen and and oh my and we get we get caught up into that rather than rejoicing and I shared uh Wednesday night with the story of going to Jerry's and as I went into Jerry's I went in there and bought some stuff for the building project and when I go to check out I didn't have my wallet and this is the first thing coming to my mind, you stupid idiot. You ever said that to yourself, Ron? Yeah, yeah we say it all the time. You stu- we, you listen, we beat ourselves up. And I, you, we need to identify that and we need to immediately recognize that that's the wrong thinking process because we can mull over our failures and it brings us lower than low. And by the way, Thursday was a tough day for me and things weren't going right and all that. And you know what? I told, I, I told this on Wednesday night. I said, you know, instead of thinking how bad a day I am having, I need to be thinking about how great God is. And we talked on Wednesday night the difference between joy and happiness. And the difference is in the substance. Happiness, the substance is or are, is what is happening. Joy, the substance is God. And circumstances can't rob us of our joy. It can rob us of our uh, of our. uh, um, if, If we're robbed of our joy with circumstances, then it's not true joy. It's happiness. And so as I went out of my car and I'm going back, excuse me, out of Jerry's, and I says, listen, I think my wallet's in the car. Because I brought another pair of pants because I was going to a Bible study after work day. And I go out to my car and I'm saying, you know, Lord, thank you. Thank you. And I get in my car and I pull out the the extra pair of pants and I stick my hand where my wallet goes. And guess what? It's not there so instead of saying, you stupid idiot, why don't you put your wallet at least in one pair of pants that you brought with you? I said, you know what? If I have to go home, I have to go home. It's okay. Y'all catch what I'm saying? Too often we get caught up in the failures and the struggles of things that are going on. Lo and behold, it was in the side pocket. Gary, I don't know why I did that, but I put it in the side pocket, pulled it out and rejoiced. Yesterday, uh, and, and, and sometimes, y'all know that sometimes if I get something costs more than it should, it kind of elevates my blood pressure. How many, how many know that? Let, just be honest. You know the preacher's got problems. Well, yesterday, Pastor Nathan, we're going to book tickets for Brother Tetro to come and speak at our dedication. And I'm under pressure because of of, of having to go over to Pastor Dan's house and we're having to go on away with our family and things like that. And I, and I told Brother Tetral, I says, I'll go to the airport and, and get the tickets. And I thought, no, I can't go to the airport. I'm too busy. I'll just book it online. And so I rushed into it and booked it online. And then I, as I booked it online, they had this thing on there that if you sign up for this credit card, you get $50. And boy, that caught my attention. And so I took another 10 minutes to sign up for the credit card. And then when I went to check out... The $50 wasn't taken off the ticket. Your mind sinks in stupid stuff. Stupid stuff. And I had to practice what I preached. It's it's all right. It's all right. It didn't take off the $50. We have a sovereign God who allows things. Sometimes in our own mistakes, it's all right. I can learn about it. I should have taken more time. I should have paid more attention. I don't even know what I signed up for, be honest with you. And as we we're driving over to Pastor Dan's house, I says, you know, Lord, thank you that we got the tickets for the price we got them for Both people coming, brother Doctor Tetro and his wife, three hundred seven, three hundred twelve dollars for both of them round trip. That's pretty good, isn't it? And so instead of rejoicing on what was good, I was saying they didn't send my pick up my fifty dollars. Now I'm not one to give up quickly, all right. But I will say this, God. Help me to understand, are you going to lose your joy over $50? Are you going to beat yourself up because you made a mistake? Are you going to beat yourself up because the what ifs or if only I have done this or had done that better? Or if only I made this decision? Listen, when we get into that building project, there's going to be things saying, man, if only they had done this. If only I had done that. You're going to beat yourself up and you're going to beat up the crew that's out there. Understand? We are destroying ourselves by the garbage that we allow in our thinking process. By the way, because I don't give up quick, I decided to practice my trombone uh, last night at home and everything. And I thought, you know, I'm going to call allegiance and find out about this. And usually when you call Legion, you're on hold for at least an hour. I said, well, I can practice my trombone for all this time. But, you know, you don't have all that time in the world, so you want to do something else while they're going on. Anyways, the receptionist came on a little bit sooner, so she got to hear a few bars of my <laughs> trombone playing. And she still talked with me anyways. And she said, oh, Mr. Kaminsky, no problem. We'll take care of it. Amen? Let some of this, you know, what they, there's a book called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. I've, I've not read the book. I probably should read it. I've got it. But to understand that we can in our minds, we can entertain garbage thinking rather than praising the Lord. Praising the Lord is oxygen to the brain. And it will help you to develop the potential of your mind if you will praise Him. Father, I pray that you'll help us now as we conclude this service. Lord, some of us in this room, we beat ourselves up when we forget where we put our keys. We beat ourselves up because we can't remember somebody's name. We beat ourselves up because we don't think that the decision that was made was the best decision. Or we might even beat up somebody else. Oh, might we come to understand the sovereignty of God. That You allow us to fall down so that we can learn. And we can praise You in the learning process. Father, You told us to rejoice always. In all things give thanks. Pray without ceasing, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And grieve not the Spirit. Help us to understand, if we are going to be Spirit-led, we need to be people of praise. We need to be people of the Word of God. We need to be people of prayer. We need to be people that are getting help from above. We need people uh, of, of, that are coming to church and bringing more light in their soul, having devotions. Having time in their lives to to, to be thinking about other folks instead of having nervous breakdowns. Help us to see, Lord, how you're trying to get our attention right now because in the end days we don't need uh, less of you. We need more of you. We need more light. There is so much deception that's in this world and born-again believers are falling into it and they're letting the garbage of this world infiltrate infiltered uh, their lives and their children and their families. So help us to discern. Heads are bowed and eyes closed. How has God spoke to your heart? Where's that light? Can you see that light? Is it getting brighter? Oh, I want to tell you something. It should be getting brighter. And even though it taken me some time to get down this journey in my own walk with the Lord, it's like onion layers being peeled off and the light becomes brighter. And I'm going to tell you, the journey is so enjoyable. I want to encourage you. Don't think this message wasn't intended for you. It was. It was intended for this preacher and everyone that's here. And we all pray to the beginning of the service, God, help us to see. Help us to get it. Because if we don't get it, that darkness comes in. And Matthew 4, chapter... Six says, "How great is that darkness?" Is He Lord of my life? So, Lord, you help us now in this invitation. If there are folks here that aren't certain that they even have light in their soul, help them to come to know that light. And that, Lord, if there's some here that all of a sudden you're, you're saying, "You know what? That darkness has taken on more territory than it should," and I need we need to push that darkness out of out of our lives. Oh, I, I personally believe there's always going to be a sliver of darkness in our lives because of the unregenerated flesh. But God says don't yield to the flesh. Have you been able to identify maybe something that you've yielded to that's unhealthy for you? If so, why don't you make a, a, a decision right now? Why don't you say, Lord, I want to make some good decisions I don't want this just to be an entertaining message. I don't want this just to be, well, we just got through that message. The long winded preacher went another five minutes longer than he should have. Right now, saying, God, what do you want? Help me to get it. Help me to get it. Help me to get it. And, Father, we're going to thank you for getting it. And even if it's a sliver of getting it, we're making progress. Thank you, Father, for that. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let's uh, sing an invitation song. Page number four. Page number four. My wife has chosen this morning. Let's stand together. Page number four. And uh, let's just thank the Lord for who He is and what He's done. I'm telling you what, my friends, there's a lot more to this message, and it'll be coming next week and on Wednesday nights. I encourage you to be here. How can I say thank you? say thank you? Game. To prove your love for me, the voices of a million angels could not express my gratitude. With His blood, He has saved us. With His blood, He has raised us. To God be the glory for the things He has done. And all God's people said, Amen. Just because you don't have your wallet, you've got Jesus. Amen? Remember that. Remember that. I hope you take it. Tonight, graduation at five o'clock. The graduates of two thousand sixteen, Faith Bible Institute, you come. We'll have a celebration afterwards as well. I've already mentioned about the Golden Chosen lunch, baked potato bar in the Fellowship Hall. Please be a part of that. You'll hear some things that you've not heard before. Quilts of Valor on Saturday and other announcements in the Bulletin. Please look that over. God bless you. You are dismissed.